0: With the new year comes new resolutions for what we want to improve on this year. As believers, we often start out the year wanting to read our Bibles more or to spend more time in prayer, or we long to be that Proverbs 31 woman that everybody reads about. But it's difficult to carve out time for God in these crazy busy lives that we have. And when we do, life seems to get in the way, time with God gets pushed aside, And then we feel guilty and get down on ourselves because we haven't kept up with it. Sound familiar? I know I've been there more than once. But we're going to change this today because I have 10 tips for you for how you can spend time with the Lord, even as a busy wife and mom, and be successful at it. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the Faith Lived Out podcast. Are you wanting to do life God's way but are unsure how or what that even looks like? Do you sometimes fear that you're doing this whole wife and mom thing all wrong and want to know how to do it right? Or do you want to stop worrying all the time and learn how to truly put your faith and trust in the Lord? Hey girl, I'm Nancy Adamson, wife, mom, and Grammy to seven sweet babies. Bible study teacher, speaker, and women's ministry leader. I see you and I get you because I've been there, and I'm here to share with you what God has taught me on how to find biblical answers to life's challenging questions in His Word, to know what His promises are for you, how to apply them to your life, and to put the cares and concerns that are on your heart safely in the Father's hands. So if you're ready to learn how to live out your faith every day and follow the amazing plan that God has for you, grab your coffee, pull up a chair next to mine, and let's get started. We've talked in two episodes now about the wisdom of God's Word and how important it is for us as believers to be reading it. And if that isn't enough, I don't know about you, but my pastor and Sunday school teacher are always encouraging me to be spending more time in God's word. But honestly, how? Between work, homeschooling kids, taking kids back and forth to soccer, baseball, or dance, doing laundry, making dinner, or all the other household chores that wives and moms have, we can barely get five minutes alone in the bathroom. Like, how are we supposed to get any quality time? And I mean real quality time with the Lord. And when we do try, it doesn't seem to last very long. And then we start feeling guilty because we're failing again at not doing it. And then we don't even want to try anymore because we don't want that guilty feeling anymore. And then, of course, The enemy steps in and says, Well, you can't do it anyway, and there's no real purpose for it, so just don't worry about it. You know, you can do that later when the kids are grown and gone or when something else changes. I've been there and I get it, which is why today I'm sharing with you 10 tips that I have learned that even as this crazy busy mom and wife life that we lead, we can have time with the Lord and a true quiet time with Him. So as a quick reminder, here's a couple of reasons why being in the word is so vital to our Christian walk. And the first one is Romans 15, 4. And it says, for whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. With all the things that are in this world to get us down and discourage us, God's word is the one true thing that can give us wisdom and hope for our future. And we talked about this in the last episode, how our Bibles have the answers that we are looking for to face the circumstances and the trials that come our way. His word truly is sufficient for everything that we need in life. If you're looking for answers for guidance, wisdom, peace, or maybe for direction and comfort and healing, or you want a closer relationship with your Heavenly Father, Studying his word is where you're going to find it. But I want to give you a word of warning as well. The enemy is real and he wants to discourage you from having a close relationship with Jesus Christ. He's going to do everything that he can to distract you and discourage you and to keep you from having this time with the Lord and making you feel like you can't do it. As a matter of fact, he's been working hard in trying to make it to where I don't get this episode done, but I've got people praying and we're going to continue on. We not only fight the enemy with prayer, but we also do it with scripture, the same way that Jesus did. In Matthew 4, 4, it says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And this is what Jesus' answer was to Satan when Satan tried to tempt him. God's word is also a part of our armor. In Ephesians 6.17 it says, And take up the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. His word is what we use to fight, to fight for our marriages, to fight for our children, to raise them up in the Lord In a world that wants to do nothing but confuse them and to lead them into sin and destruction, God's word is our weapon against the lies and the evil that is in this world. Okay, so then how do we do this? How do we find time to be in God's word so that we have what we need to fight the good fight? Well, to start with, let me give you some examples of what my quiet time has looked like over the years as the seasons of my life has changed so has my quiet time when my kids were small and before they went to school my quiet time was pretty much any time i could sneak it which was during their nap time or maybe while they were watching their favorite tv show um if i happened to get up in the morning before one of before they woke up it would be at that time it wasn't quite as regular as i would have liked it to have been but i did fit it in there as often as possible Then when they went off to school, after I dropped them off, I would come home, make my breakfast, and have my quiet time with the Lord. Then once the kids were out of the house, I had worked at home in our own business, and fortunately, I didn't have to start work at any particular time. So I would wake up in the morning, and I would start with my morning coffee, and reading god's word and spending that time with him and then you know i was fortunate in that whenever i was done i could go ahead and start working for the day then about four years ago things drastically changed and i no longer seemed to be able to fit in any kind of quiet time with the lord what had happened is we had moved from california to texas And after being here for a year, my husband and I decided that I needed to work outside the home at that point. So in going to work at 730 in the morning and working all day and, you know, doing all the stuff when you get home, I just didn't really seem to have time for that quiet time. My schedule had been completely interrupted and I missed it and I wanted to have it back and God was calling me to have it back with him. And I was trying to figure out, okay, Lord, when, you know, I have to be at work at 730 in the morning and, you know, get up, get dressed, get the, you know, lunch made, like all that kind of stuff. Like, when can I have this time with you? So I thought, okay, first plan, I will spend this 15 minutes, you know, that I have for my break in the morning. I have an office, I can shut the door and I will spend that time with the Lord. And so I... Did it for a few times, but then, you know, even though the door is shut, people still knock on it. And then I got so busy at work that I wasn't even taking 15-minute breaks anymore. And so that was put by the wayside, and that was not working out for me. Then I thought, all right, Lord, during lunchtime, I go out to my car, I have lunch by myself, nobody's going to come out there and bother me. I will go ahead and do it then. I realized, though, after a few times of doing it, that... After all the headache and busyness and stuff that I had been doing at work, you know, all throughout that morning, I really just wanted to turn my brain off when I went out to lunch. And so that didn't last very long either. Then in talking to a friend of mine, she said that she got up at five o'clock in the morning to spend time with the Lord before she went to work. And I thought, really? Five a.m. Like I'm a morning person, but 5 a.m., like that's early. And I thought, okay, Lord, I'm going to give it a try. Well, I can tell you for the last, what, three and a half years or so, I have been getting up at 5 a.m., sometimes even on the weekends, and spending that time with the Lord. And literally, I get out of bed and I grab my cup of coffee. I'm in my jammies. I sit in my comfy chair. And I read my Bible or do my Bible study, have a prayer and and time with the Lord. And it's wonderful. I love it, which is why even on the weekends, I get up and do it because I absolutely love that time with him and I wouldn't change it for anything, even at 5 a.m. All right. So then how do we do this for you? So let's start with these tips. The first one is to pray. Ask God to help you, to come alongside you and to plan with you where you can find the time, where's going to be the best place. All these tips that I'm going to give you, pray over them and ask for the Lord to help you figure out what's going to work best for you. There's no set rule about quiet time. It doesn't have to be a particular length or a particular time of day or to do a particular thing. There's no set rules for this. This is your personal time with the Lord and can it be done any way that you want it to be done. So you have total freedom in that. And the Lord is going to honor that prayer because he wants to spend time with you. Okay, so tip number two, make it a priority. And I and I want you to think about this because a lot of times as wives and moms, we put everybody else's priorities first. And we put our own priorities on the back burner. And when we think about, oh, this quiet time that I want to have with the Lord, this is my priority. It's my personal thing that I want, but it's actually something that's going to benefit the whole rest of your family. As you are in the word and you learn his wisdom and his truth and you gain strength in that and you gain knowledge in that, then you're going to be a better wife. You're going to be a better mom you're going to be able to instill more truth and help and direction and guidance to your children and be able to be a better helpmate to your husband. This is something that's going to affect your entire family. You're going to be able to fight for them more and fight that good fight because you're going to have that scripture behind you in order to be able to do that. Now, if we haven't already been friends, I hope we've become friends now because I'm about to give you some very loving, friendly advice. And that is to evaluate where you spend your time now. What what are things that you maybe spend time on that are not a priority, that are not as important? A lot of times those things can be social media, or watching TV, or some other things that are less important. I know for me, I can't have the TV on during the day. I will not get anything done. I will sit there and watch it and not accomplish a thing. So for me, the TV is off all day. And then as far as social media goes, like I really like Facebook and the fact that it keeps me connected with family and friends who are in other states that I'm not around anymore but it's so easy to get sucked in. And all of a sudden you're watching these reels and reading about these people that you don't even know. And you've spent like a half an hour doing this. And Pinterest can be the same way. You know, we go on Pinterest because we have this great, fabulous idea of something that we want to do in our house. And then all of a sudden we're like clicking on this one and clicking. Oh, wait a minute. And they have all those ads that come up. And then again, Half an hour, black hole, wasted, gone, that we're not going to get back. So stop and think about that. Pray over that and say, Lord, is there times that I am wasting time and that I'm spending time on things when I could be spending time with you? And then tip number three is to choose a time and a place. This could be first thing in the morning before you get distracted by the day I know that's what works well for me. It can be, um, after the kids are off at school and the house is quiet. It could be during lunchtime, during nap time, maybe after the kids go to bed and the house is quiet then. Just make sure that that's not going to take away from some quality time with your husband. And then you can also do it, you know, sometimes it helps to do it during another activity. So, um, to do it during breakfast or while your little one is at ballet class or you're sitting on a soccer field or baseball field while they're, you know, practicing. You can do your quiet time then as well. And then you can also do it while you're traveling to work Um or, you know, you're taking kids back and forth to school or you're waiting in that fabulous pickup line every day. You can, you know, either do audio books. You can listen to a podcast. If you're sitting in line, you can bring your stuff with you. And you can do it then as well. Some of those places that we, you know, this is time that I have to spend somewhere, we can choose to spend it in a little bit different way. And then part of this too is to find a place in your home where you can sit quietly and comfortably to spend time with the Lord. This can be at the kitchen table. If you you know, like to sit up and be able to write notes, it can be on a comfy bench or a comfy chair. Whatever works for you is perfect it does need to be the same place every day so that you get into this habit of where you are and what you're doing. The kids may see you. Oh, hey, mom's in her place. She's doing her thing. We need to leave her alone right now. We can kind of teach our kids that when they become old enough to say, hey, this is mom's quiet time. You go read a book. You go watch something on TV, whatever the case might be. I'm going to spend this quiet time right now with the Lord. And then that is such an awesome example for them to be able to say, hey, look, the word of God is so important to my mom that she's spending time reading it every day. And that's going to instill in them that the word of God should be important in their lives as well. And it's okay. It's okay to ask them to go do an activity or to go do something while you spend this time. You don't have to feel guilty about it. All right. Tip number four, set a reminder. It takes a while to get into a habit and to do something new, even if it's something that we really want in our lives. So put a timer on your watch, not a timer, but an alarm on your watch or on your phone. You can put a reminder on the fridge or on your mirror in your bathroom, wherever it is that you're going to see it, write whatever you want on there, you know, quiet time at 10 o'clock in the morning or whatever your time is going to be. But put that reminder on there to help you to be able to remember this new thing that you're going to do. Then tip number five, plan what you will read. And plan this ahead of time. Pray over this. Are you going to maybe read a book of the Bible? Or is there a study book that you want to go through? Is there a daily devotional that you want to read? One of my favorite things to do is to go through a chronological Bible. Um, Thomas Nelson Publishers has this fabulous chronological Bible. If I can, I'll put it in the show notes for you. I'll link for you. I'm sure I'll be able to, but it's a great Bible because you can start right at the beginning of the book, like page one, and just go all the way through. And you can choose, I'm going to read three pages a day, or I'm going to read X, you know, chapters a day or whatever it is that you want to do. You can do that. Just put a marker in it each day. It doesn't matter if you do it in a year. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to do it. There's no time frame here. Just do what it is that you have time for and feel comfortable with. But the great thing about the Chronological Bible is that it takes all of those stories that you've learned over the years of, you know, Daniel and the Lion's Den and, you know, all those different things and puts them in order. And it helps you to be able to have better context. For them, and to be able to remember them better, and then another one that um, another study book that I've gone through recently is a book called Sermon on the Mount by Sir, um, excuse me, Sinclair Ferguson, and he's with Air uh, uh, Ministries, and it's it's just a great um, study of Matthew in chapters five, six, and seven of the Sermon on the Mount, which I really like because I like all those things that tell me this is what I you know, how I should be handling this, and this is how I don't want to be handling this, and this is what I should be doing and what I should not be doing. And I just happen to really like that. And then I have a little special thing, and that is I have done journaling over the years, and and I really like that because it really helps to be able to dig into the scriptures on a more personal level and to be able to apply them to my life, which I'm all about application So I have created a journal, and it is the Faith Lived Out journal. And inside, you has you have a place to be able to write down your scripture passage. So whatever you've read that day, God usually will point out a particular scripture passage for you. So you can write that down. You can also write, okay, so what does this scripture say to me? What is this telling me? What is God trying to tell me through this? And then what does it teach me personally? What's happening in my life right now that I can personally kind of apply this to and and have a lesson from? And then how am I going to live this out? What am I going to do to apply this to my life? What action am I going to take? What am I going to change in order to be able to apply this scripture to my life and to live out my faith? And so if you want a PDF copy, it's one that you can just copy off and make as many pages as you want. And it's free. Um, if you want a free PDF, co- PDF copy of it, then just shoot me an email at nancy, that's N-A-N-C-I at faithlivedout.com and I will send it to you. And like I said, absolutely free. It's just my gift to you to help you get started with your quiet time. On to tip number six, put your Bible study tools in your special spot. Get them all ready so that you're not wandering around the house. Where's my Bible? Where's my pen? Where's my journal? Just get all of that stuff ready and have it ready and waiting for you. And that way you can start your time right away. You probably have a certain amount of time that you can spend doing this. And so if you get everything all prepared ahead of time, then it's all there and you are less likely to be distracted by the process. Tip number seven is how much time, like plan how much time that you're going to start with. And like I said before, there are no rules here. And even if it's just going to be five or 10 minutes a day, or you're going to read five scriptures a day, or you're going to read, you know, one day of the daily bread, whatever it is, it's okay Just set a realistic goal for yourself to be in the word every day. And then when you've accomplished that, you can add more if you want to. But if you set that realistic goal and you say, okay, I did it. I'm done. Then you have that feeling of, okay, I've made my commitment to the Lord. I've kept my commitment. All is good. I can move on with the rest of my day until tomorrow when that time comes again. Number eight. Find someone to hold you accountable. This could be a family member, it could be a friend. We have a Facebook community at Faith Lived Out. It's called Faith Lived Out Community on the um, Facebook page. You can write it in there, and I would love to come alongside you and pray with you, help to hold you accountable, lovingly of course, but to help hold you accountable for um, this time that you're going to spend with the Lord, and and try to find someone that. You can even share with them maybe what it is that you're learning and be able to discuss it with them as well. That's always helpful. Okay, and then on to number nine, start your time with the Lord with prayer. Always invite him to come in, invite him to meet with you. Something that I have started to do something that my Sunday school teacher told me about and I really do like it is I've started with my prayer with a couple of names for the Lord. You know, that he is my heavenly father or the king of kings or the mighty God or the lover of my soul or, you know, the prince of peace, whatever it might be. But that just really kind of helps you to kind of get that focus on him and who he is and his sovereignty and just all of those attributes that God has. But make sure that you do Start your time with prayer and ask him, Lord, show me what it is that you want to teach me today. Show me what it is that you want me to learn and how you want to change my life. And then tip number 10, if you miss a day, it's okay. Just pick up where you left off. If you feel really guilty about it, talk to your person that's holding you accountable. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Help me to do better tomorrow. But, but don't stop. The enemy wants you to stop. He wants you to get discouraged and to not keep going and don't let him win. But if you do miss a day, something happens, you know, with kids, work, everything else that goes on, there are sometimes that, you know, things happen beyond our control and God knows that God sees that. But your heart is that you want to spend time with him. And that's what is important. And so the next day, just sit down and spend your time with him and move on. And that's kind of the bonus tip as well. Don't let the enemy discourage you. He's certainly going to try, but like I said, don't let him win. I know that change can be really difficult. Um, Trying to do something new, trying to fit something else into our schedules can be very hard, but ladies, it's so worth it. It is so what we need to have in our lives. And if we truly want God to change us, to change our lives, to change our families, to, um, to guide us and direct us, then we need to be spending this time with Him. We cannot do the same thing every day and then expect different results, right? So we need to make a change and we need to start here. As a recap, because we need to live this out, what we're going to do is, one, we're going to pray. We're going to schedule time and a place to meet with God. We're going to plan how that time is going to be spent, and we're going to prepare our spot ahead of time. We're going to set a reminder somewhere to help remind us and what it is that we're going to be doing. We're going to sit down and have a conversation with our little ones, if need be, to let them know, hey, when Mommy's sitting here and she's doing this, Then y'all need to go do something else. We are going to ask someone to hold us accountable. And then we're going to be prepared. We're going to be prepared that the enemy is going to discourage us. But we're going to pray over that. We're going to fight him with scripture. And we're not going to let him win. Remember, God's word is where you will find the wisdom, the peace, the direction, comfort, and hope that you are looking for. So come on over to the Facebook page and let me know what it is that you're going to do. What is your plan for your quiet time with the Lord so that I can come alongside of you and to pray with you as well. And I want to leave you with this verse, Psalm one nineteen one o five. 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much. I thank you that you have allowed me to finish this episode finally. And Lord, I pray that it goes out, that it blesses women, and that they are encouraged to spend time with you. Lord, it is such a precious time. It is such a life-changing time. And Lord, I just lift up every single woman who is listening right now. Lord, that you would guide them in what their quiet time is supposed to look like. And just let them know, Lord, that you want to spend that time with them. You want to come alongside them and to teach them and to give them wisdom and truth, Lord, and that you want them to spread that out to their families as well. This is not just for them, but it's for the family as a whole, for you to work through them to reach their little ones, to reach their husbands, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much for your word and that we have it available, so readily available, Lord, to be able to read it. Lord, I just pray that we would take it, that we would read it, that we would spend this time with you. Lord, I thank you and praise you in your precious name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. I pray that God has used this episode to bless and inspire you to live out your faith in Him. If it has, please do me a huge favor by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way that I know if you like the show and you will be helping others to find this podcast and be lifted up by the Word of God. Is there someone who came to mind while you were listening today and you said, "Ooh, She needs to hear this. Well then send her the link so she can be encouraged too. Are you in the Dallas area and looking for a fresh new speaker to add excitement to your next luncheon, women's retreat, or other women's event? Then drop me a note at nancy at faithlivedout.com and let's chat about it. That's nancy, N-A-N-C-I, at faithlivedout.com. I would love to come and meet with you and the ladies in your group. You're also welcome to visit the website at faithlivedout.com for more information blog posts journaling ideas and free printables or become a part of our little community of believers by joining the faith lived out community group on facebook where you can join together with other faith-led wives and moms just like you links to these areas and the scripture references used in today's episode are in the show notes ladies thank you again for listening today And know that I am praying for God to be with you as you learn to trust in Him more and to live out your faith every day. God bless you and see you on the next episode.